Sure. All right. I am at the STC Summit talking with Ginny Reddish, and we're going to talk a little bit about her book, Letting Go of Words. So, Ginny, tell us what this book is about and why you wrote it. The book is about web content and writing for the web. Uh, Most people who deal with websites think about design, they think about marketing, they think about information architecture, but then the content just gets dropped in at the end, where in fact what people come to a website for is the content, the information on the web. And we have to think about how to write that book. And I think it's a great place for technical communicators to think about as a role for themselves, either because the documentation they're currently writing is actually going up on the web, or as a place to transition to to being a web content specialist rather than a manual documentation specialist. So how do people have to write differently for the web than they do in their regular documentation? Well, in many in many ways, um, what we know is technical communicators applies to the web. You know, short sentences, active voice, directly addressing the user, um, all of all of that. But when people come to um, the manual, to whatever you write, they're really only looking for a very small piece of that. We put all those pieces together in a physical book only because if we did them on little index cards, they would all fall apart when we had them. But in fact, people are only looking for that little index card. And so breaking up our big documents into small pieces and then organizing them well um, on the web is really the way that people need information. And that's a difference from thinking, oh, I'm writing this manual. So you have to make it so people can start at any point. What about searchability? Does that play into it? Of course. Um, The book uh, focuses more on understandability than it does on findability because there are books on information architecture, but there is a whole chapter on breaking up large documents and looking at various ways of doing that. What I think of as what you would have as a book um, and paper um, as a mini website, and so making things um, easy to find uh, and easy to search Um, is extremely important. So I'm not talking about putting up great big PDFs um, on the web. I'm actually talking about creating web documents, websites. And I talk about, don't even think of document. Think of the fact that people are coming for information on the web. So can you give us a sense of kind of what what are the chapters in the book? Uh, Like, give us some more techniques or or some more content that you cover in this book? Well, first of all, I think that people find the book extremely um, easy to use because it is written by someone in the same profession as I think a lot of my listeners are, that is, people who really know how to write clearly. Um, It's also, um, and I have to give a great deal of credit to the publisher, Mark and Kaufman, which is now an imprint of Elsevier, for being willing to create and publish a book that's in full color, has um, an example from a real website on almost every page. Um, it has um, people. The theme of the book is that every use of your of your website is a conversation started by the site visitor, and that site visitor with that conversation is very focused on what that person is looking for, and so. 
Um, the book has six characters who show up throughout the book with their conversations reacting to the um, websites. But to think about the specific chapters, which, Tom, is what you, um, what you asked, um, it starts out with this concept of um, website as conversation. The second chapter is about personas, which I think is a very important concept that not as many technical communicators use as they um, should, and scenarios. Um, there's a chapter about home pages and the interesting different functions a home page has to serve. A chapter about what I call pathway pages, which is how you move from a home page to specific things. A chapter that should be very interesting to technical communicators on how to break up large documents um, with many different ways, with a little section about when a PDF is appropriate and when it's not, because I don't say never use a PDF. I talk about when it would be appropriate to use a PDF. Um, there's um, information in the book about design um, and about um, breaking up information um, and writing with lots of um, examples that sometimes go beyond what I find even technical communicators think of. So there are examples in here from blogs, from documentation, from um, universities, from e-commerce sites, for examples from uh, um, Australia. I've just passed an example from Australia. Um, and then a lot of, um, a special chapter on headings because on the web, headings become even more important than they do um, on paper because the heading can become the link and you don't have anything other than the heading as the information to go by. So it looks like a really, really attractive book, actually. As you're flipping through these pages, it is nice, and there's lots of illustrations, and the full color is great. Um, I'm, I'm curious about the title, because you're talking about writing as conversation and how you're anticipating these, these questions the users will have and answering them, but your title is Letting Go of Words, so it almost gives me the impression that it's about brevity and concision. Do you talk a lot about that? Um, well, yes, um, letting go of the words is one aspect of it. Um, I've had other people say the same thing, that the title isn't as broad as the book. And so, yes, the book is my it's broader. Um, it's really the subtitle, perhaps, that is the key to the book, writing web content that works. Um, but it is a matter of letting go of the words. Um, one of the things to think about is that people come to your website um, just as, in fact, they come to your documentation as a tool to satisfy a goal that they have, a need that they have that isn't using the website. It's getting whatever that information is. And they want to spend as little time as possible getting in, getting the information, and getting back out again. And if you write big chunks of words, in a sense, you're hogging the conversation and you're not respecting your user's time and so, yes, very often letting go of the words is part of what you have to do. So where can people buy your book? Um, well, the publisher would love you to go to their website, um, morgankaufman.com or elsevier.com. It's also available at Amazon at a very significant discount, which is nice of Amazon to do. Um, there 
um, is a page at my website, reddish.net. And for those of you who don't know me, um, Reddish has only one D, so R-E-D-I-S-H dot net. And um, there's a picture of the book if you click on it. If you go to Amazon from that, I get a couple of pennies, all right, um, from that. Um, and uh, I should also mention that I did set up a blog site for it, which I haven't been blogging nearly enough, but it's reddish.net slash writing, writing for the web. So writing for the web. All right, Jenny, thanks for talking with me. Okay. Thank you, 